Hello and welcome to our weekly virtual service of word and prayer and spiritual communion. A few things to bring to your attention. Uh, once again, the um, procedure for in-person worship is uh, to uh, go to our website and click the plan a visit button and register for the 8 o'clock or the 10 o'clock service. Our adult forum will be resuming uh, this Sunday at 9.30, and we'll be using GoToMeeting, and you can join us uh, and participate in a discussion of Bishop Curry's uh, latest book, which is Love is the Way. Our organ, I don't know whether you can see, but there is a hole where the organ used to be, and that organ, our organ, is being repaired right now, and we're hoping that it will be back in about six weeks' time. I want to thank uh, Catherine Wong, who is um, our, uh, our organist and pianist, and Christy Olemeyer, who is our soloist for this service. Uh, thanks also to Mary Cristiano of the Altar Guild, and thanks to Franz Ginsberg for his production help. Let us worship the Lord. Our service begins with the penitential order on page 351 in the Book of Common Prayer. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left, left undone. undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Give us grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ and proclaim to all people the good news of his salvation, that we and the whole world may perceive the glory of his marvelous works, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. I mean, brothers and sisters, the appointed time has grown short. From now on, let even those who have wives be as though they had none, and those who mourn as though they were not mourning, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing, and those who buy as though they had no possessions, and those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the present form of this world is passing away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn 530, verses 1 through 3. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now after Jesus was arrested, he came, after John rather was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending the nets. 
Immediately he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Since COVID-19 struck our community, I've developed some new routines. One of them is swimming at 6 o'clock in the morning, three days a week, at the YMCA, and then stopping in a nearby cafe for coffee and a bagel. I sit outside at a table, enjoy my breakfast, and read the newspapers. Over the last several months, I've become friends with one of the employees. He's a college student, a Christian, and a youth minister at his church. On Monday of last week, we discussed the January 6th attack on the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. It was an attempted insurrection, the intention of which was to stop the constitutional certification of the Electoral College vote and the election of Joseph Biden as the next president of the United States. I said that I thought the insurrectionists had been radicalized by lies and conspiracy theories, by hateful ideology, that of white supremacy and nationalism, by violence. I want to commend you, I said to him. What you do is so important. I thanked him for his ministry. In working with young people, my friend is responding to today's gospel. He's walking in the footsteps of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In this gospel reading today from St. Mark, we hear how Jesus goes into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And he calls fishermen Peter and Andrew, James and John to follow him. And immediately they become his first disciples. There will be others during Jesus' earthly ministry, and still more, multitudes of them, in fact, through the generations and into the present moment. People who hear His call in the Spirit and who respond. To follow Jesus means believing in Him and committing oneself to Him, God's only Son, committing to Him as Savior and as Lord. God comes into this world in Jesus to reveal Himself, His nature. And God is love, St. John says. Jesus shows us God's love by doing only good, working for the flourishing of every human being. He loves through His preaching and teaching, through His forgiving and feeding, 
through casting out demons and healing the broken. And in that fullest display of God's love in Him, in Jesus' suffering, dying, rising from the grave on the third day, and filling, filling His followers with God the Holy Spirit, His presence and His power for ministry. The fishermen at the Sea of Galilee hear the gospel that Jesus proclaims. God is love. They drop their nets. They leave their means of earning a living there in the boat or there at the seashore. And they follow Him as the Savior of the world. Trusting Him to provide for them, they commit themselves to doing His kingdom work. And just as He does, making God's love known to others in words and deeds. As Jesus calls those fishermen... So he calls you and me in this gospel today to follow him and to proclaim the good news of God's love in him. To do that proclaiming, that proclamation in our families, in the church, in our workplaces and neighborhoods, in civic groups, wherever people meet in person, or now, amid this pandemic, online. We follow him as we call people to repentance, in some instances from darkness, from the darkness of lies and hate and violence and destruction, and into the light of God's love and that fullness of life in Jesus Christ. We proclaim his gospel of love, fulfilling our baptismal promise of the same by our words and our deeds of love. We join ourselves to Jesus as we love. We are in communion with him as we work for the well-being of every human being. Believing Jesus is the full, the perfect revelation of God, the nature of God, and accepting Him as our only Savior and Lord. This is the way of love, as our presiding bishop Michael Curry puts it. It's to be radicalized by Jesus and that love, and to commit ourselves to radicalizing others to Him and to that way. That's what my friend at the local cafe is doing with the youth of his church. What we're doing, what we're doing now in this service, what we're doing at our in-person worship, what we're doing as we pray daily, it's what Mary Bolin, our Minister of Children and Families. It's what she's doing. It's what Aubrey Smith, our youth minister, is doing. It's what we're doing through all our ministries within the church and outside of the church in this community and in other communities. January the 6th was a dark, dark day in American history, a day of attempted insurrection 
against our democratic form of government. It was a day of evil. And although democracy prevailed, as President Joe Biden said in his inaugural address on Wednesday, that attack on our capital showed us that we have work to do as Americans, as Christians, the work of Jesus. He calls us today and every day to follow him, to cast our nets of his love, to catch others for him and for that abundant life in him. That the light of God's love in him will shine in the darkness. That hatred and evil will be transformed into goodwill toward everyone. That injustice will be overcome by justice. That brokenness will be healed. That strife will submit to peace. That God's kingdom will come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. People of Christ Church, come follow Jesus and proclaim the love of God in him through your words and your deeds with the help of God the Holy Spirit. Radicalize people, this nation, the world, with love. Amen. Let us now affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in, in one, one God, God, the Father, the, the Almighty, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in, in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are according to Form 4 on page 388 of the prayer book. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, 
and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all those whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. We remember the ill, Stephen Anderson, Margaret Banta, Chris Booth, Kirk Brantner, Charles Bush, Ken Elin, Janet Fithian, Kirk Goforth, Nancy Johnson, Laura Johnson and family, Beverly Kettle, Barbara Knowlton, Myrna Lanier, Linda Likens, Will Long, Margot McGinnis, Greg Messier, Louise Morgan, Sue Renan, Connie Schneider, Chuck Singleton, Corky Taylor, David Taylor, Amy Recamper, Richard and Ginger Taylor, Summer Yarnell, Erica, Rob, June Elizabeth, Krista Marie, Matt, Tara, Addie, Owen. We pray for Grace Episcopal Church Liberty in this diocese for Father Fritz Valdema and Carmel Valdema and the Les Poitimon Clinic in Haiti and for Episcopal Relief and Development. We pray for caregivers and their families, for healthcare professionals and their families, for our military personnel and their families, and for an end to this pandemic. And we pray for the repose of the souls of those 407 Amer Americans who have perished because of COVID. And we pray for those who are ill with it and their recovery. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth. Mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hymn 606, verses 1 through 3.
Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Faithful God, in the wonder of your wisdom and love, you fed your people in the wilderness with the bread of angels, and you sent Jesus to be the bread of life. Though at this time we cannot consume your gifts of bread and wine, we thank you that we have received the sacrament of Christ's presence the forgiveness of sins, and all other benefits of Christ's passion. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we embody your desire and be renewed for your service. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yeah.